episode two um i hope you enjoyed our first episode this one's going to be about how we feel as baller mums you know and how how the journey is for us so i shall start obviously i've introduced myself before um junior is my son um and yeah it's hard i'm just gonna start it with that it is so so hard looking back on when he first started at wolves my kind of inner feelings were like excited i'd get like how can i put it you know like uh, bring it on and you get spirit fingers and you're like oh my gosh he's playing he's playing you get really really excited and like even nervous for him to like play his matches um and things like that like that was my first initial feeling yeah. in football was like I can't believe he's like playing football. This is unreal. Whereas, again, I still weren't seeing it as a career when he first started at the age of four at this after-school club. Yeah. It was more of a, oh, look at him go, like clapping him on, cheering him on. Mm. Um, so, again, it was just, again, still a hobby, nothing major. But and you I've, have two kids. Let's, let's let them know that. Yeah, let's you start don't, with that. You so don't when, have just the one. <laughs> so when, yes, I do have two kids. So when uh, Junior started football at four, Jace was not eight or nine months. So he was having to come along. Um, and what was that like? Oh, my goodness me. Well, if that milk wasn't ready <laughs> for him or the snacks weren't on, on roll... He would just scream the whole session, which would obviously, back then, I've got to tend to Jace. I've got to make sure his needs are met as as much as, you know, watching Junior. Yeah. And it was come to a point, he'd come in his car seat, and a ball could easily get kicked at the other car seat. Yeah. And I used to, like, use it as, like, a um, Captain America shield, the only way I can think about it. And, like, the ball's coming. I used to just swerve it to, like, turn it from... Um, facing the pit. Facing the pit, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean that that was only for that was five till six on a Tuesday night, and even then that was draining. But you know what? As a mum, and you know if you're a new mum starting out in the football world, you do it. You do. You do it. Even if Jace would scream that whole session and cause me so much embar- embarrassment, I'd want the floor to open and eat me up. I would still go yeah. because it's what Junior loved. Yeah. So that was like the first like bit of it with Jace. It was really really hard. So do you drive? Nope, and I don't drive. So yeah. So you what are you busting it walking? I was. Nope, my dad used to take me. Um, to, well, no, not all the time. He used to take me to about. I'd say he took me to about seventy percent of the time. See, I've got the little Jace with me today. Yeah, see, this is real, guys. This, this is, is real. This is real. This is a, ballers, you know, mums. We're not in the studio. No, like, no studio. We ain't hiding nothing. We're in car. We're in. We're recording as our kids are training, and we've got little Jace here. What's up, Jace? You all right? You want to say hi to the people, then? Say hello. He's like no. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes. Thank oh. you. See, snacks on See, snacks again. On fleek. Snacks, <laughs> snacks are on fleek. What's my time? It's something in my lunchbox. Do you want, I'm just going to give you the. See, did you hear that? It is now, what time are we on? It is six, ten, ten, past ten past six, and I have to carry a lunchbox around with me when Jace comes because obviously 
children get hungry. Yeah. And, you know, at Wolves, we don't have, you know, these amazing um, facilities where they put on a five-course meal. So we have to slum it and bring our own, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is literally the reality. This is of the reality. Football, being a baller's mum with another child, a younger sibling, mm. um, which, again, I also I feel... So I also feel, um, and to be fair, I feel it a lot. I feel quite guilty to Jace because I can't spend as much time with him that, say, Junior got with me at his age. Yeah. So it's like I have to leave him with my mum on every Saturday near enough or I have to, basically, I have to work with junior and just jace is just in the mix yeah if it can work it'll work like tonight he's had to come um because my mum's at work which is so annoying but that's how it is just leave it um so i do feel jace gets pushed out a lot and even my mum said it she said you know jace jace needs the attention too jace needs the love and the the you know how much junior gets and I, again i don't think junior realizes how much time i spend with him because yeah. he moans all the same he'll mm. say you don't do nothing you're always doing stuff with jace where actually football takes up a lot, a lot of, time. of time yeah so i do find that balance i'm trying to get a balance where i do spend time with jace a lot more mm. um that must be hard as well with your mum saying that it's hard um, yeah because she's judgmental it is and it really is and that makes me sit back and go in to have put my little thinking cap on then and think, oh no, is she right? And in a sense, she is right yeah. because Jay should be having the equal, you know, time with me. But, but you're only one person. I'm only one person. I can't split myself into. Yeah. So, um, and I think every mum in, in any profession has to do that. Yeah. Like if you go to work, if you've you still have, got that. Yeah, you still 100%. got to. Um, and then when we first started coming to Wolves, that was the test because. I don't drive. So, I will tell you my journey. It would go from, we'd, I'd have to get in from school at two. Mm. Um, we'd get a bus into town, into Birmingham. Um, and then from Birmingham, we'd get a train to Wolverhampton. Then from the train station. So, bearing in mind, he's, he's we're leaving at two. Um, then we'd get into Wolverhampton about, sometimes it could even be pushing half four. Because obviously, traffic train stopping and starting weather conditions then from the train station um we would then get a taxi mm. now you just think about the money i was here. just about to say that i was just about to say how much and was Listen, that? and also once your child turns five they're not eligible for free travel oh my gosh i didn't even think about so that. so i have to pay for junior then well. you've got to think of food as well you've got to think of food so so again so we used to have a little thing where we used to get into town, we'd go to Costa. Well, that's about seven, eight pounds a time. Mm-hmm. He would have a, a cheese toasty. I would have a coffee, maybe a, a, a pack of sweets or maybe um, like a smoothie or something Junior would have. Costa, aren't you? Costa is not cheap. I had to join the club. <laughs> I had to join the coffee club so I could get a few little perks. Yeah. Because I tell you what, so three times a week we were doing that. I'd say averaging... 30 to 40 pound a time if not 50 because after training especially in your winter months do i want to be going the way back on that journey absolutely not so i'd get a taxi which would cost about 25 pounds so it just varied if and if i had to bring jace 
arm up with the push chair because yeah. obviously it was little about them. Um, we used to have the push chair, getting on and off a train, on and off a bus sometimes. Junior would be crying because he'd need a wee, but because I've got the push chair, I can't take. I can't let Junior go on his own. Absolutely oh no way. Because of your safeguarding. Yeah. Anyone could be in that toilet exactly. waiting for him. Yeah. So I've had times where Junior's screamed the whole train journey because I can't get through aisles mm. with a push chair. Yeah. So this is like the journey to just just to take him to Wolves Academy. Um, and we did this. It was so hard, so draining to the point. The How did that day, affect your mental health? Like? Awful. I was tired all the time. I was drained. Trying to get up for work the next day. Mm. Trying Junior to get up for school because if we had to get the train back, we'd be probably reaching home about nine, half nine, ten. Yeah. So that's not good for a kid. No. That's that. That's this is the the ugly side of it. Yeah. That's affecting because where we fitting food in in that we'd yeah. have to get a McDonald's or we'd have to get a Subway or something that's not sufficient, and he's gonna you know satisfy him. I call that air food. Yeah. You eat it and it's, you're hungry Does five nothing. minutes later. <laughs> um, it was really but straining. Those are the sacrifices that you have but to make. They are the exactly, and I'll, you know what? I do it all in a heartbeat again. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't. You know, like I say. You do anything for your children, you and do. I would do it all over again. Um, so yeah, bringing Jace, he was toddling, so he was up and down that balcony mm. constantly. He was, you know, running around screaming. Then nappy changes. If he pooed, I'd have to change him. I could never really appreciate junior sessions mm. when he was that young, and I never forget there was one session we had. We had a match outside on a Wednesday night. Probably I'd say about. Uh, about December times and I had Jace in the push chair mm-hmm. and he had ha- hat on, gloves on, blanket over him all he did was scream and I mean scream from the moment they kicked off till the moment it finished and one of the stewards come over to me and offered her help and support because I think she could say yeah. I've had enough to the point I just didn't know what to do with my child anymore but then from there we still had to travel back I still had to walk halfway up the road to get a bus and then the train Mm-mm. back into Birmingham. That was... I think that's where I lost the love for it because I was yeah. just like, oh, I physically can't do this anymore. So then I was used to ask um, his granddad on his other side, Jaden's dad, I used to say, I'll give you 60 quid. Can you just take him? And I did yeah. because... I just couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah. And I think the getting up for school and work the next day, I used to call him sick because mm-hmm. my body was that drained. Because think about it, if you come in here on a Monday, I've got work the Tuesday, working till probably six. Then on the Wednesday, we're back. Yeah. Then I have another break on the Thursday, working till probably six. And then we're back on the Friday. And then the games programme went into it and I'd be here on the Saturday. So practically... Every other day. Every other day. Yeah. Sunday was a total rest day. And I was just like, I'm not doing nothing on Sunday. Um, It just got far too much. And I think the turning point for me was last summer. um, Again, I was doing the whole train thing. Luckily, my mum had Jace covered or his other nan had Jace um, covered. Mm -hmm. I started to become ill. And I was fighting it and I was like no I'm fine I'm coming I'm doing it I'm doing it I'm gonna get to Wolves Junior needs to go football and then it was a Friday evening I collapsed at my mum's 
and that's my body saying yep enough 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 and i was in hospital for over two weeks um that was just that was an eye opener to say yeah. look stop now yeah and also in this whole process of junior um attending walls i lost my dad now my dad used to bring him here um and my dad used to you know if this was when he first started so my dad probably appreciated about five or six months of junior being at wolves yeah. but again that took the strain away because we'd drop us here he'd take us home yeah. he would play with jace in the car or he'd have jace running around outside have that support that system emotion of losing your dad well, well, on top of all of that i found stress. out my dad had months which we thought was months to live at football my Did mom you? phoned me the friday and she said dad's riddled with the cancer he's got months and i was literally in the canteen and i just screamed and burst out into tears no way. and there was no one in there at the time so like i could suppress i suppressed myself as quick as i could because i thought i can't let anyone know what's going on to protect junior yeah. yeah 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 and then when i saw junior walking out of the doors at the end i just broke and one of the coaches come over and said hey what, what's wrong and this was ross mm. now i didn't really used to like him mm. but that for me the way he showed me like what and that what i needed to show and he broke it down to junior in such a beautiful way he was like look mate i've got i've lost my granddad too you've got nothing to worry about he's going to be with you and for me That's my amazing. heart took to him then and I thought, you know what, Wolves is the right club. Yeah. I've made the right decision. They've su- and they supported me throughout losing my dad, and they supported Junior. That's really um, good that they did that. And Junior was playing. I think it was Burnley. That could be a lie. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> On that day, Jaden, his dad, got in touch with me and said Junior's playing awful. He said, I don't know what's wrong with him, but they need to get him off. Well, I then rang them at two forty-five to say my dad's passed away. Mm. so junior must have been sensing something because he's very spiritual like that so he must have been sensing something on that pitch that weren't sitting right with his soul yeah and then my dad passed away and Jaden went ah oh, maybe that's why he was playing like that so that was like one of the journeys um here surrounding you know the ups and the downs and wolves have really really helped massively and then obviously losing my dad made me um probably de- well, yeah i was depressed and i didn't know i was depressed i was severely mm. unhappy with myself yeah. unhappy with how i looked unhappy with how i felt yeah coming here was probably my getaway and well it was routine, routine. it made me get yeah. up to do something if yeah. i didn't have football or be that baller's mom you'd have I'd, time to be thinking about I'd, everything. I'd, yeah, yeah and i'd probably literally be lying in my bed curled up curled up not having no get up and go, but football was, was my get up and go. Mm. And then after all of that, um, I became single for about four or five months because, again, I was depressed. I had a lot going on in um, mine and Junior's dad's relationship and where really I think if I took a step back and we spoke and we had the adult conversations we needed to have, I don't think that break would have happened. Yeah. But it needed to, yeah. and that's fine. Mm. So I was a single mum yeah. doing the run. There was no dad around, so Jaden was in a cloud somewhere for a little bit. Mm. It was just me, Jace, and Junior. With so my prior to support. that, did Jace bring him to football oh yeah Jaden used to well not Jaden Jace Jaden yeah he he worked Monday to Friday mm. Saturdays he'd do the match oh okay if he could 
But Monday to Friday, he was working a nine to five. Some nights he'd meet us here from work. Mm. Um, and then traveling back was better because I felt a bit more safer. Because I had someone with me and it didn't seem so much of a task. So, like, I'd push Jace, he would walk holding Junior's hand. Mm. Um, but obviously, then that, all of that was taken away. Yeah. Um, and bringing Junior to football was just like, whoa, okay, I do want to cope with this then. I'm a single mum. What does a single mum do? I don't know what a single mum does. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, and even Junior felt... I can Junior's, like, attitude changed to that because he's used to having Daddy there, which mm. I get. Football is a very male-dominated, you know, sport. Yeah. Um, so, have me cheering on, like, a cheerleader, you know. He was a bit like, oh, gosh, mum. And it, and it was hard. It was hard because I was going through a lot. They want them both, though, don't they? They want both their parents. Of course both they parents, do. But both parents bring different things. Definitely. They definitely need that male The male presence. Bo- yeah, 100%. And um, so, like, in that sense, it just got really, really, really tricky. And I was just like, I can't... I just, sometimes physically couldn't do it. And then, so... We had our first lockdown, which again we're going to go into a whole new podcast about the first yeah, lockdown. The lockdown yeah. So then we had the lockdown. So when I was single, it was from the March, no, it was from the November of last year up until the March of, yeah, till the March, April of this year. Um, and it was lockdown, so I had to then do Zoom sessions with Wolves. <laughs> oh, goodness me. It was you doing that session. It was session. me, and absolutely no way, not doing it again. I was doing this animal flow, doing some poses that I didn't even know anybody could get into. Some of the men that had to do it with their kids were struggling. So. I was stressed <laughs> because I'd have to go to... Obviously, I've got Jace again. He comes into it again. Yeah. He would run through the video in a Batman costume. <laughs> And the coaches would be like, what, who's that? What, what's this? Who's that? And then I'd have to, like, block off. I'm t- I had to move, like, um, a cabinet in my living room across the kitchen door so he couldn't get in. <laughs> then I've got Junior kicking things. He broke a cuff. Oh, and I was no. just like, nah. I said, get get them back to football. I, I physically... That was... Yeah, those were hard times. That was hard times. Because how can you play football in your living room? Mm. You can play it outside, but then the weather weren't great because it was winter. Yeah. We had all that snow, um, which Junior still played football in mm-hmm. somewhere down the road. Um, but it was so hard. And I, I don't know any skills. I don't know what our drag V drag, drag is. <laughs> I ain't got a clue. So there's me trying to teach Junior these skills, you know, professional footballer over here. <laughs> trying to teach Junior these skills. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it just ended up in argument and tears. <laughs> You're not the only one. I've heard so many stories from parents saying the same thing. It got too... He got bored. So the first couple of sessions, it was like, wow, this is amazing, Mum. I love it, I love it. The music used to hype us all up, to be fair. Yeah. And then, um, so I found that really isolating, um, having to do football at home. It's a bit of a bit of sweet, though, isn't it? A bit of sweet, Because you don't have to travel, but then you have to do it. Then you I have, have to, to do become it at home. the coach. I have to become the coach, which I am not no coach. So <laughs> it was absolutely crazy, but... Things are better now. Daddy's back in in our lives. He um, will help out when he can. Um, Usually he comes tonight, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So I've drew the short straw tonight. But no, it's no, fine. You, because you I'm, drew I, the right I drew the high straw because <laughs> I'm doing this podcast. So that, you know. So um, he would normally bring him on a Monday if he can. And then I will do the rest of the week. And my mum will have 
Jace or his other nan will have him, which hopefully Saturday. That's where you're going, kid. He'll be going to Nanny Tina, so... Oh, she's got the same name as me. Yes, which he absolutely loves. He's like, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your experience then as... How did he, how do, how do you feel as a mum, as a baller's mum? Well, my, my experience is completely different. I guess with Pharrell, it's just kind of the same. I was a single mum. So... I was the main one doing it, but I loved it. I loved yeah. taking it to football because I'm a bit of a lads. I'm a lads girl anyway, yeah, so that's me, I'm the parent on the side cheering him on, and I loved it. And it wasn't far. I didn't have to walk far. I could walk from my house. Oh, so I'd be there good. in ten minutes. See, travel makes such a difference. It does. But when I got married and Gavin came on the scene, I saw the oh, difference in Pharrell with having a dad. To take him, really, yeah, because his dad, his dad was in the scene, but he was in and out, and he never had that consistency that he needed. Yeah, and then when I got married, he had that dad that was there all the time, and he just saw the difference. So then I got to, I went as well. I went to all the trainings, I went to all the games, and I was there. But it was a joint thing. Yeah, yeah, and we could drive as well. So if there was any away games and stuff, we used to do that. And this is right up until the end with Pharrell. I never slacked off with Pharrell so I was you just all, kept it yeah because really I know that Gavin's his dad his stepdad but your mum I'm mum and I've your been mom? there from the, and he wanted me there it wasn't like he, well. want, he wanted his mum there so but the only thing is I got ill no I fell pregnant with Trayvon and yeah. then I have hyperemesis yeah. in pregnancy so I was oh, hella sick that's one of the worst. and that's when I couldn't go anymore and it did it did affect him um, and my husband went but then my my husband was all right until we had Trayvon and then we used to take Trayvon with us so I'd have to sit oh, in the car well, I know how it is. having the baby I was yeah. too cold outside I'm not having my baby outside so I'd sit in the car and the, the car park way round the corner from oh, the pitch no. so I couldn't see the game and things like that would come up he would yeah. say you know did you see did you see and I, and I didn't see and then he'd be like but he'd why, say mum if I didn't go Gavin would take the baby and go yeah, yeah and he would say dad didn't watch and he would complain and he yeah, it, it came out cool. recently that he was upset about all of that and felt a way that we did he felt that we didn't um so basically, I suppose Support him watching him. you with Trayvon now... It's affected him. And he's like, oh, I didn't get that support. And because he never made it. He never made it to an academy. Yeah, so he's like, why yeah. didn't you do that with me? Maybe why didn't you have, do videos yeah. for me? And I've asked Gavin these questions and I've sat down and thought about it like, why what? didn't we... Yeah, and I said to yeah. him, like, why didn't you think to do this for a trip for Pharrell? And he said, I just didn't. And because you you know what times have changed massively and times, social media yeah. and videos have moved so far forward yeah it's um yeah and I suppose watching it through but I feel trailer, guilty yeah I feel so guilty because I know he could be a professional footballer and the older you get the harder it is to come in now and now he's kind of set it would be harder for him to come back and I've even thought about it I thought about you know do you want to get back into it make some videos and we'll start to send them to people but you're going to have to clean yourself up because like now he smokes yeah you can't smoke you're going to have to eat healthy because at that age you have to eat clean and he's like nah I ain't clean. Yeah. So you've kind of missed that. He's missed it. He's you've missed, missed it, haven't you? Yeah. Whereas Trayvon, he had it from day one. He's at healthy. He's done. He does all of this from from day one. So with Trayvon, he was ill for the first three years. Um, he was a very sick child. Um, he was vaccine damaged, and he had lumps all over his body. Um, 
which we believe was lymphoma and we oh, healed him right, so yeah, we spent yeah, the yeah. first three years yeah. healing him and he would play football through that so can you imagine yeah, a child yeah. who's oh. in pain 24 7 because he was covered from with eczema oh, from his you. head to yeah. his toes and you know literally painful. he was in so much pain every day and the only thing that would soothe him was breastfeeding which i had to do every two hours yeah, yeah. right up until the age of three and it got, I felt, I didn't feel too healthy. Do you find that, that drained time. you? Oh my gosh, yeah. Really I didn't sleep. drained you, yeah. Because I had you three years, I had a year of not sleeping while I was pregnant, and then all the sickness because with all that. The sickness, and then yeah. I had the first three years of healing him, the stress, the no sleeping, because I was his comfort. And as a mum, when your child's in pain, You've got to do everything. And yeah. if you know breastfeeding is going to soothe him, you're going to breastfeed. You're going to breastfeed. You're going to do what you need yeah, to do. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I did. And, and obviously, I, I, I healed him naturally as well. Yeah. Because the doctors just, they just wanted to stick steroid cream on him and it wasn't doing him any good. No, if anything, it makes it worse. So I, I was researching, this is where we turned plant-based, we had to take out dairy because that affected him, he has yeah. nut allergies, so he was a sick child. Bless him, and you'd never think that with the strength that boy You would not on see, he, my boy has been through so much in and his life a, oh. and he smiled through it. He, even when he was I mean. in pain, he would smile. And I just think, you, I you're that. so strong, I Trayvon. I love that, yeah. yeah. So after, when he was three, I then felt ill. Oh, and he, oh. as he was getting better, because I, I prayed. It was our tra- I literally, because I felt ill, and I said, God, I can feel something's going on with me, but please keep me safe and yeah, well safe until well. I can heal this boy. Yeah. And literally, it was his third birthday. I was he in hospital. Was I came out of hospital on his third birthday. But the illness made me um, in a wheelchair, um, bed bound most of the time. Wow. Um, so I wasn't able to take Trayvon to games. It was hard. It was hard. And my husband would train him and we homeschool. Yeah. So we homeschooled. His, his dad homeschools him. He takes him to training. And then when he got scouted, I think I went a couple of times like to Coventry. Yeah, just Because Coventry's not out. that far. No, 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 no. And I remember I'd have to sit in the car while, because it was all outside and I couldn't stand oh, yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so I'd sit in the car. And then when it came to like Nottingham, and that's why I didn't go to them places because I just wasn't well enough. Because yeah, I was bed no. bound. I was bed bound like most of the days of the week. See, and Trayvon, we know he loves his mama he does. and wants her there yeah, all the time. So does. I can't and even imagine yeah. how it both it impacted you both. Yeah, and I was in pain 24-7, like literally Which is in difficult pain. difficult to come and stand up yeah. and watch football. Exactly, and it's cold. So I didn't get to do that. And then when it came to Wolves, the same thing really, but it got to a point because I got really depressed because I was at home on my own all the time yeah yeah yeah. I didn't realize it was depression but then I realized it was when I started to get like suicidal thoughts yeah because I was dealing with the illness and then I was dealing with feeling like I was letting my son down because I wasn't able to go and that that hurt as it's yeah itself that hurt and then I felt like I was on my own. I felt so lonely because Trayvon and Gavin had this bond. And it's like, they I'm had meant to the be mummy. Football bond. Yeah. They had the homeschooling bond. So 
pretty much all day they were together. Yeah. And then yeah. he would come to me in the morning. I'd be the morning, the, morning, the breakfast yeah, morning. The breakfast. And then it was before bed. He'd come and give me hugs and I'd read a book or something and he'd yeah. go to bed. Yeah. But I felt so, I felt lonely away from my husband. Of course, and I felt yeah, lonely away from my child. Yeah. So I made a decision to insert myself. Yeah, you have to. Into their Their bubble, life. their world. Because yeah. they couldn't come into my world because of the football routine. Exactly. As you said, look As how busy said, it is. Busy. This is my husband far. doing what you're doing. Yeah. And Wolves is, what, just over an hour away from where we live. Yeah. And yeah. we have to do the three four days, three, four days a week. Yeah. And it's painful for me to be in the car so every little bump hurts my legs oh no see and but i had to make that but sacrifice. you have to make the sacrifice yeah I'd, well you know i'd be hardly able to walk sometimes Some, i'd come in my walk wheelchair yeah um, you'd be here as long as you were here it's when he turned around to me and he said mummy there's a woman at football and she comes and watches her son <laughs> was that me i don't know i don't think it was you <laughs> and i turned to him and i said do you want mummy to come and watch you and he said yeah Oh, and I, that was it. And that's it then. That was it. You know I was what? Like, the child's care. voice is is so powerful. A child's voice is so so powerful. Yeah. You know what? They just want to be heard. Yeah. And they then just I just thought, heard. my sixteen-year-olds now come to me telling me how he felt when I didn't show up. I have to show up. You've got for to this. break that mold. You've I got to break to. the cycle. I don't want yeah. it to come back at me and him later on and say feeling like it was only dad that was it. I know he knows about my illness, but as a child, they don't understand. Get it? They don't understand that. So no. now I come on a Wednesday and a Saturday where it's match games and now I'm starting to come on Mondays because well, we've got this, we've got this going podcast on. going on because <laughs> two hours of watching training oh, in pain oh, it's, <laughs> it's not nice it's so I said to him I need one day I, the Mondays I can't do but when I told him I was coming today, he was, he was happy? so happy. Ah, there we go. So and that's all. You know what? Bottom line oh, with football. Thing. Bottom line with football is we want our children to be happy. We do. And we'll do anything we'll for do them. We'll do anything. Yeah. We'll do anything to and make like, them happy. And like you said, like with the cost. Oh, my gosh. The cost is excruciating the petrol oh my gosh and then the traffic and oh sitting and waiting around sitting and waiting around i mean i'm in a position now where um after my hospital admission um wolf said why don't we trial a bit of transport now anyone that gets offered anything at first i was a bit like oh what does this mean transport what do you mean transport no, it's squash. So can't can't keep these children happy. Sometimes. <laughs> um, and I thought, you know what? Let's give it a go. And my journey's now cut down from about two to three hours, yeah. literally, because that's not even a joke. I can pick Junior up at the end of his end of his school day today. So I picked him up at half three. We got back to our house for quarter to four. The taxi was there, and we got here for what about five? Yeah, about quarter to five. Quarter to five yeah. That's a massive difference. And again, because I've had to bring Jace today, we're not all getting drenched in the rain because it is raining. Yep. Um, it was a smooth transition, but I think the club had to realise as well. That they had to do they something. They had to do something or Junior wouldn't be attending anymore. Yeah. It got that serious where I just thought, oh, my body can't take it. Yeah. Um, I can't take my mental health, mm. can't take it. My bank balance can't take yeah. it. Something yeah. has to give. Yeah. Um, so luckily we do get transport. Um, Which is awesome. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Try it. Okay, I've got to just try this drink. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a diluted kind yeah. of drink, mate. Yeah. So 
you know, after all the years of hard work, it's still hard work though because I think I'm suffering with travel sickness a little bit. Oh, yeah. The stopping and the starting. Yeah. Um, sometimes when I get to football after coming in a taxi, I feel a bit sicky. Mm. Like, I don't know, and I've never suffered with travel sickness before, but I do think. Not like physically being sick, just but nausea, nausea bad yeah, when yeah. I'm in the taxi, and sometimes I have to close my eyes and just kind of open them and hope that we're at Wolves. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And again, the transport—it's brilliant because it gets us here, but, but it has that other it side has to it. <laughs> the ugly side to it as well. You get taxi drivers that are miserable because I don't know—they're just not happy. Taxi drivers that turn up before taxi schools drivers even finish. That turn up at. <laughs> A taxi driver sat outside my house the other day from 3 o'clock till 3.45 because I said I am that. not ready. He's not ready. Well, he hasn't even finished school yet. And then on a Saturday, the biggest, biggest um, downfall is uh, the taxis will come at like half nine. Oh, yeah. Kick-off isn't until 12. We're not allowed inside till 12. So I'm standing outside freezing until junior can go in at about quarter past 11 mm. but on a saturday we get here in 20 minutes mm. and it's like that is the downside just waiting around outside waiting for like the older boys matches to finish yeah um and then last week wednesday our taxi didn't pick us up till half seven now he finishes at seven mm. so again we're waiting out in the cold oh, so as yeah. much as they're still then little the still logistics. Logistics that they need to fix up and to be fair. Yeah. You don't so, really have any control over when I, they come. No, and... I have no control whatsoever. Um I, the only thing I must say is when it so they have taxi drivers and they have wolves drivers. Mm. The wolves drivers are like gold. Yeah. If you get a wolves driver, you know you're getting picked up on time, you're getting mm. dropped off on time. Your, your child can eat in the car. Because mm. let's face it, they are hungry after football. Yeah. Um, whereas the taxi driver had a go at us before because I let Junior eat so I'm sorry he needs to fuel his body yeah Um, he's been running around for two hours Um, so that's the downside so you've got like your pros and your cons when when you get a Wolves driver you know everything's fine Mm. one of them even stopped off at a garage and said if you need to just keep grabbing my drink that's absolutely fine Mm. Um, whereas a taxi driver is regimented that's their job isn't it they need to get where they're getting and then their their work will start again whereas the Wolves drivers are a bit more relaxed with it and they'll message have a courtesy message in the morning hi Nadia and Junior I'm picking you up can't wait to have a chat with you and they are they just want to know about their journey yeah so yeah there's pros and cons with that yeah definitely Mm, wow travel man travel i i would prefer to live closer to be honest yeah um but i don't want to live in wolverhampton no it's not for me it's not for me it's not for me i like the city that i live in and it's that you know it's that bittersweet. Our tenancy's coming up, so we may have to move down here. I don't know. It may, we may have to make that move. <laughs> but again, we're going to have to do it for Trayvon. Again, and that's another thing. And we don't know what's going to happen in the future. They may. We don't know how long they're going to stay in Wolves. They no. may be bought by another club and move to Manchester or London and Tottenham. Because they are <laughs> Tottenham fans. I don't know if you got that there. Spurs fans. So, you know, and then wherever he goes, I'm a follow. And then you've got the abroad games. Oh, gosh. We've yeah. got all that to deal with. And Hopefully. The COVID restrictions and all of yeah. that. That's another podcast. But <laughs> That's another podcast. Gosh, we've got loads of content, oh my believe gosh. me. There's a lot to talk about. But, yeah, man, your your journey. Wee. 
would I have done it? Mm. Yeah, oh, that's a lot. I have parents <laughs> I say to know, me, absolutely know. not. I would not have done I it. Don't but you know what? I would have. But you do it for your boys. I know you do it for your boys, but it's it's been hard financially. It's yeah. completely clean. Do you it? think you would have done the same thing if it was a grassroots team? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. So so <laughs> you're doing it because it's an academy, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely so not. I no. think I would have done it because it's an academy, but hell no for a grassroots. Grassroots, no, because then you have to pay that on top as well. No. Yeah. Absolutely. And not. because we know this is the beginning of a journey that could take them so far. So so far. And you don't want to take that away from your child. No, so you do it. You do so the you journey. Do you do that journey. You yeah. do. Yeah, you do everything, but absolutely not for grassroots. No. I won't even travel across the road. <laughs> I know there's a grassroots team across the road, and I won't even go there to let him train yeah. because it's not worth it. Do you know it? what? It's not. It's, it's not worth it. And he's already where you want to be when you're playing grassroots. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. You're already. You know. You, you're trying out for academies you tr- when you know grassroots teams that's the first stepping stone isn't it that's why the people go to grassroots to get scouted isn't it whereas junior and trayvon was luckily enough mm. to be just picked up on how they've been picked up on and yeah. i think that 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 says a lot it does that says a lot about their their player and, yeah. and who they are yeah. and you know how they how far they hopefully will, will go and how you do know, you like, how do you feel about your little little man being because it's coming oh, up to signing time we'll be i'm signing so excited soon. how many months we got like four months four months until, until they, they actually that sign that professional contract, contract. i can't uh, wait do you know what that's where the excitement comes yeah. into it and i'm like i'm so proud i'm of, proud of them. i really am all of them you know what they they've worked so in. hard yeah. and you can see they love it yeah they love it they and do and the bonds that they're building the with bonds the players. are unreal. And you know what? The coaches. Yeah, you the know, coaches are really good. They are really good. The boys, yeah. I've never really had a... Do you know what? Never. I've never had Junior come out and say, I don't like that coach. Which, obviously... Trayvon has. Puberty. At, at other clubs. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he wouldn't go Leicester because of a, because of a coach. I actually remember He that, was scared yeah. of him. I remember He that. called him the scary man. That. And he was like, I'm not going Leicester because the scary man's there. I remember that. So actually. it means a lot when it comes to coaches yeah. and... Our kids are young, and you have to remember, look on the spiritual side. Our kids can pick up energy. Energy. So when your child high. says, men are like him. That's where <laughs> you've, got to, you've got, to you've got to listen. You've got to listen. You've got to listen, because they're listen. picking up something. Even if you're not picking it up, they will pick it up. And, and I'm I, not going to send my child somewhere where they don't absolutely. feel happy. Well, okay, then. I suppose you're right in that sense. And I suppose there is a coach. It was at Villa. He played here on the Saturday at five years old with mm. who are now the under... Tens, I think. Mm. So we played just quite a few years off, which I weren't really happy about because I thought he's only little. Yeah. He's never played a proper match, but we let him play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, experience, you know. And he walked into Villa that Saturday, that Sunday morning, and the coach went, "Wolves desperate, are they? Five-year-old playing with seven-year-olds, and that hurt." <laughs> and I was like, "Excuse me." Yeah. And he walked into what? He <laughs> went. Are they desperate? I said, yeah, but Junior loved it. And Junior looked at me with, like, puppy eyes as if to say, Mummy, 
That's out of order. Because you, the reason why you let your child play with older boys is to help them to progress. They need to play with older boys. Outside the walls, when he's being trained by his dad, he's in the ghetto of Leicester. Exactly. He is playing with all the youths that are older than him. Exactly. He's playing, and we tell them, rough rough with him, because he needs to be strong, so that when he comes against people his own age, it's nothing to him. It's easy. It's a breeze. Light work. Light work. Light work. Honestly. So, juniors, juniors face... his eyes spoke to me mm. and I thought and I think he did two more sessions with Villa and he said, I ain't going back. Yeah. And that and that was that and you know what? So and that's me. quite funny, isn't it? Because you guys support Villa. That's what I mean. We always that's thought Trayvon would go club. to Leicester. Leicester's like five minutes down the road from us. Yeah, that's his boyhood and both club. of them are like, nah. <laughs> nah. Like, absolutely not. Nah, because my destiny is Wolves with Trayvon. Yeah, and exactly the <laughs> and same my destiny junior. is Wolves with Junior. <laughs> yeah, same with Junior. I, I, yeah, he's just homed in on it. Like, big, big time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right, energy speak, and them children know who's for them and mm-hmm. who's not for them. And they love the coaches and here. And they love the and you know And I what? love the fact that they have the coaches that will go with them up until 12, 14, 15 years old. Yeah. So and they that will helps. know them at every that stage. Helps, yeah. I don't think there's another club that does that. No, I don't know another club. And that I don't like that. I, don't, I wouldn't want him to then go up and then you've got to get to. I suppose they don't like them. If, they like, don't, if you, if you sign a contract fit. and then you if go. Up. don't fit. It's so I like that. And there isn't one coach here that I think. You know, I don't like you. Yeah, no. Especially, like, on the coaching side of it, yeah, I know Junior gets on with all of them. Mm. As a parent, you know, you can have your little, oh, I'm not too keen on here. And, you know, I'll pile my hands up to that. Yeah, there's some that I'd rather not, you know, cross paths with. <laughs> but they love my kid. Yeah. And that's all that that's matters. That's all that matters. They don't have to like me. Yeah. Or I we'll don't talk about like the them. politics and all of that. Yes, because one. I'm telling you, you think, you think Boris Johnson's bad. And... <laughs> Number 10 Downing Street, there was politics in football, which, oh my gosh. I didn't even know there was politics in football. I didn't know there was but politics. Oh my days, oh my There's days. politics. If you're any, of you, any of you mamas out there that have got little ballers and haven't entered the academy world yet, wow. You need to keep on listening to this podcast because you're going to get the tea. Yeah, you're going to find out are. what it really is like. And I, I kind of wish there was a podcast before so we could listen to it. But you know what? Okay. We'll do it. We'll, we'll start do it. it. We'll, start we'll it. be the queens. We'll be the queens of the footballing <laughs> podcast, definitely. 100%. So, yeah, man, that's our journeys, our travel journeys. I hope you've enjoyed listening to us today. We've enjoyed it. It's been it's been refreshing. It has. It has. To hear completely different perspectives. Completely different from what well, three different perspectives because well, yeah. to me as a single mum and a married mum you as a single mum and, and with a boy partner, partner yeah. yeah so awesome and with the other children and with too. the other child the beautiful jace <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at me like what <laughs> excuse me but no definitely more if you've got any questions about anything we spoke about if you want support if you want support yeah you know we're here for that as well we're very much you know into into mindfulness and you know we've got good ears we we can listen listen. yeah so any questions and stuff you know what to do go over to instagram and hit us in the dms send them in and don't forget to share and don't forget to like on all of the uh podcast whatever you're watching this podcast on whether it's spotify itunes don't forget to share and comment and do what you do and we will see you next Soon. week. Next week. In for the a next fresh episode, one. episode three. 
Episode three. Episode wow. Three. <laughs> well done, us. Well done, us. See you later. Bye.